0: Welcome to the amazing Grace podcast show with Tamla Coleman. We pray that you will be inspired, blessed and encouraged by what you hear weekly as you tune into Amazing Grace on the Faith Broadcast. Now your host, Tamla Coleman.
1: you for tuning in to Amazing Grace with Pamela Coleman. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And I hope that you all in Radio Land have had a wonderful and blessed day as well. As you tune in to Amazing Grace, Amazing Grace is about an encouraging. It's about inspiring. It's about informative topics, and most of all, about the goodness of Jesus Christ. If you're just tuning in for the first time, I pray that this show will be an amazing blessing to you, oh my goodness! I am so excited—I might say super duper excited—to have two wonderful guests with me tonight. Two special guests that I would like to just introduce for the evening. My first guest for the evening, also our both of my guests actually are um, actually um, sharing with us tonight about MS. Awareness, Multiple Sclerosis Awareness. While wow, this is the month of uh, Multiple Sclerosis uh, Awareness Month, we're going <laughs> to share a lot of things with you all on tonight. A lot of you that don't know uh, a lot about it, we want to inform you about it and also to be a blessing. So my first special guest for tonight is Mrs. Crystal Simmons and my other guest, is Miss Alexis Madison, we could say Madison Fowler. I don't know if she wants that, but <laughs> Madison Fowler. I am so excited to have these two beautiful, wonderful ladies with me on this evening. So, without further ado, how are you all doing tonight? Absolutely how are you doing? Good. How are you doing tonight, Miss Simmons? That's absolutely awesome. Awesome. And how are you doing, Miss Alexis?
2: <laughs> I'm wonderful.
1: <laughs> awesome. Praise God. Praise God. I am so excited to have the both of you with me on Amazing Grace tonight, and I know that you both are going to really, really bless our listeners on this evening. So I do want to start uh, with you, uh, Miss Simmons, as we are going into the month, actually in the month, Of MS Awareness Month I do want you to share your journey uh, with us with your diagnosis and how all that came about if you can just share that with us on this evening
0: okay that would be great Uh, well my story is, um, is a little different because I spent 15 years in denial when I first received my diagnosis I did not receive it or accept it and did everything now? MS looks like everything, so mm. I got other diagnosis and I said, Oh, yeah, that's it, it's not MS, it's that. Um, mm. it uh, what was it called? Um, uh, something with muscular and skeletal degeneration. But the doctors were like saying that this is something that can be treated, and mm-hmm. I said, Okay, I like that better because just the fact I didn't know a lot about MS, but I knew that it was a terminal illness and it would be for the rest of my life. And I was like, uh, no, I don't receive that. And I've been a believer since at a very young age. And I went to a church at the time, and we had crutches hanging on the wall and braces, and I saw healing happen. So I knew that God was a healer. So it just didn't it didn't gel right with me, um, Ms. Coleman. Mm -hmm. So I didn't accept it and I just rejected it. But the symptoms continued to persist, and it was years and years of denial before I went back to the original doctor that had diagnosed me. And I said, Lord, if this is what it is, then I know I can walk through this together with you. And My husband was great at the same time, you know, being in denial, but, you know, making the adjustments that we needed to make at the time, Uh, Mm -hmm. but um, because the symptoms continued and the falls persisted and things that were detrimental to my well-being, so finally, I I just gave up, and I went back to the same place, uh, same doctor, and There was an older doctor there by this time. And the doctor put his hand on my shoulder and said, stop playing with amateurs. He said, I'm going to send you to professionals that specialize in the care of multiple sclerosis. And that doctor sent me to the Shepherd Center. That's here in Atlanta. And uh, once I... Stepped into the Shepherd Center, it was like everything changed as far as my denial of things because of the way they treated every patient. They treated people with such grace, and um, it made it easier to accept the diagnosis, but still, it was still a work in progress of accepting, you know, the real diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. So that's like a brief... Kind of understanding of uh, my initial, um, my initial recognition of muscular spurs.
1: Wow, wow! And I love it that when you reached out, when I when we reached out to one another, mm-hmm. I, I love it when you said that you were you spent a lot of years um, in denial before God helped you to accept and to embrace and encourage mm-hmm. others and. On the journey for because we don 't know how we're helping others you know we're we're going through things, but sometimes even what we're going through can still be a blessing to someone else um, mm-hmm. that that are going on that are going through it as well mm-hmm. so i I really commend you um for for doing that, and really a lot of times when we are given certain diagnosis, of course you know we're human, and sometimes we we try to accept that, but you know God God is an awesome God, He's an amazing God and and we want to believe that whatever God has for us is for us, and we know that sometimes we can allow all that to you know get in our spirit a lot of the times because we don't want to receive that, but of course, our bodies began to start you know reacting in a different way to let us let us know that, okay, I need to do something about this and that's where you were in that place of denial until your body started kind of you know letting you know this is something i need to be really concerned about so i'm so excited about your story i i'm just listening to you and i'm getting chills because i'm, I'm just I, i'm learning a lot um from you ladies today and i do want to ask um miss alexis if she can also share her journey as well as to how it all came about with you, um, with your journey. Share a little bit with us about that.
2: Um, well, how my journey started, um, I think I was, I was going into my 12th grade year of high school, and we was getting ready and prep, um, having practice for volleyball. And, like, one morning I woke up, My I think my right leg was numb, and I thought my leg was just asleep. So then it carried on into the left leg. So I'm like, okay, why my leg's not waking back up? So I'm like, okay. So I'm telling my mom, I'm like, something's going on with my leg. And then around the process of me going to the doctor, I seen four doctors. And so I finally got, um, had a diagnosis. So once we got to the last doctor, um, they sent me. I went to a orthopedic doctor and the orthopedic doctor had told me to go and walk in the hallway to basically see what's going on and see what they needed to do. So he called all the doctors out and the nurses. I don't know how he ended up doing that, but they all saw me walk and basically he ended up referring me to a neurologist. So once I went to the neurologist, I, um, he basically came in and started naming all my symptoms that I was having. Mm. So he was just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to keep you in the hospital for, I think, about seven days to do um, a steroid treatment, a spinal tap, and do more tests.
0: Mm.
2: So once they did the spinal tap from the spinal tap, um, the doctor said that I had MS. Now, I didn't know nothing about MS, didn't know where it came from, did I do something or anything like that. But it changed my life at the age of 18, well, 17 to 18. But I carry it well during the process. I wasn't in denial about it. It was just something new to me, and I knew that I had to learn about it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes,
1: and I thank you for your courage and for sharing just that, um also finding out as a young girl that's, that there has to be something natural in high school. Um, how did that affect you with you you know in high school, you know getting back to school? How did it affect you? What did you go? through?
2: Um, oh my goodness uh, I was still walking a little bit the same. I I was I started limping but other than that I could get around when it went uh became going to school um I had started walking a little slow but I had to be careful so um for my high school years um it took me a minute because I graduated late but I made it because of the fact that I had to go through the MS and get Everything that I needed, learning how to even walk again was a was a big, big challenge for me. Like <laughs> the biggest challenge. So when I say MS is real and it's not a joke, I know a lot of people don't know about it, but you guys, have, I people have to learn about MS as well. Yes, Yes, and, and back
1: to you, um, Ms. Simmons, you are also an author. Um, actually, where you have a published book that's coming out this year. Congratulations to you. Um, I want to share, uh, if we can share just a little bit about it, your book is called On the Other, the Other Side of Denial. Um, just share a little bit, little tidbits. Uh, with us tonight on, you know, just a little bit of what that book is is about.
0: Okay. Um, thank you. Um, and something that you said earlier, um, it's about encouraging other people. And I realize I'm not the only person going through this, and I'm not the only person that was in denial about their diagnosis because that seems to be the first, um, the first situation or first thought in your mind is, this can't be happening to me. This can't be happening to me. Um, And some people stay in denial for a long time. Others don't. But people who've been diagnosed with MS understand that, you know, understand the whole um, idea of denial. So that was a motivation for the book. And the Lord encouraged me to write the book during the pandemic. Um, Because basically what are we doing? You know, where are we going? We're not going anywhere. Um, so take this time to encourage other people. So each chapter of the book is about the different things, the different situations that we go through with MS, whether it's isolation or um, pain or, um, you know, just the different situations that only people with MS can understand. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: um, something you said earlier, Ms. Coleman, was about our support group and the name of our support group is um, the things that we deal with. Um, because they're just things that you deal with when you have multiple sclerosis that other people don't deal with or they don't understand. And I appreciated the conversation that I had um, with Alexis just about the things that other people don't understand. But we did it, you know, and we don't have to you know, make an explanation for it because we both understand. Um, so yeah, so the book and yeah, keep it in prayer because you know the enemy is not happy about it, and um, they're just going through some trials concerning that as well. But um, you know, God will be glorified because yes, the whole yes. book is to glorify God, and at the end and throughout the book, I just have um, verses um, of Scripture that apply to whatever that topic is. So it's not a preaching book, but it does, you know, uh, it does involve the Word of God because it is the Word of God that makes the difference in our lives.
1: Praise God. Praise God. And I would definitely, definitely be lifting up um, the completion of this book um from what you're saying now, I know it's gonna truly be a blessing to those that read it. And I plan on purchasing it as well and I am just so excited and, and I just wanna say thank congratulations to you. Continue to encourage others with your story. Um as I always say on the show, our testimony is our test is our testimony so that we can share with the world because our testimony is not our own. Uh, mm-hmm. We're supposed to share that with others because whatever we're going through, whatever we're facing, um, you know, even if it's in our illness or types of um, illness ailments in our bodies, whatever we're having to face, you know, as long as we um, continue to encourage one another, encourage others, sometimes it helps to take your mind off of it, you know, mm-hmm. of what you're going through to help somebody else and to strengthen them. And that's what I think the world should be made of. If we were to speak more about others, you know, your, your problem becomes small um, in the fact of building up other people. Praise God. And I thank God for you, um, Ms. Simmons, for that. So, Alexis, I wanted to ask you as well, you know, how are you overcoming certain limitations uh, with MS since you've been diagnosed? You know, how are you overcoming certain um, limitations on what you can and cannot do?
2: Um, <laughs> that right there, it it it, it was kind of difficult because I was such an athlete and I loved playing volleyball. So during the process and me having a relapse and learning how to walk again, oh, that was just that. It, it tore my world apart because of the fact that I don't have that volleyball no more. But by the grace of God, you know, I I decided that I wanted to just coach. And now that'll, that'll, you know, get me to the point where I'm okay with my situation. Me being how old I am now, me just, me just being young, and having a life-changing experience happen to you, it's it's a big, big, big situation because it's like now you have to re- redo your whole life. And it's like now with the limitations, like you have to know where you're at for your safety. You have to know who's around you for your safety. And those are the main two things that I know I carry with me as my MS, knowing who I'm around and where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: So yes, and and Miss Simmons, I want to ask the same question to you as well: um, How are you are also overcoming your certain limitations um, that you may be experiencing right now?
0: Well, um, I have been blessed. My husband is my primary care- caregiver, and he's been able to alleviate so many of the limitations just by carrying the the burden of the physical things that I can no longer do. And that has been an amazing blessing to me um, because I don't have to overexert myself in certain areas. And um, he's been great because he attends all of my doctor's appointments and he asked those poignant questions to the doctors. And for example, I, I get an infusion each month, and I'm a very tiny person. And my husband asked the doctor — he said, "You know because it was 300 milligrams of the particular drug." And he said, "So my wife, who's not even 100 pounds, gets 300 milligrams." And that man over there that's like 250 pounds. He gets 300 milligrams. He said, I I don't think that's balanced out right. And I was having some um, symptoms um, after the infusions, and um, we talked with the doctor about that, and he said, sure, he could make the adjustment, but it could only be adjusted by patient request. Mm -hmm. And if he hadn't been with me and asked that question, I would have never known that, you know, you can adjust some things. So um, he's been great, and he sees things that I don't particularly see, because I'm just walking with the MS. Um, but he sees things outside of that, and I'm so eternally grateful for that. Um, but uh, you know, just something that was encouraging—the very first time I went to the Shepherd Center, my doctor, you know, who did the examination, and the words came out of his mouth: "You are a walking miracle."
1: Yes. And he mm. said,
0: You've been going through this for fifteen years with no medication, with no no treatment. And you know, it showed me that God was keeping me throughout throughout my whole years of denial. And he yeah. said, I'm going to place you into a system that's going to immediately begin to help you. And he said, You know, you're doing great. He said, But I want you to continue. To um, achieve and so we did MRIs and we did those things that you know prove or show exactly where you're at in your system in your box and so it's been an educational experience and that's what we encourage every person to know be educated about MS um, because the more you know the more you're able to do and the more you're able to understand and educate other people about the disease itself.
1: Yes, praise yes. God for that, yes. and thank yes. God for you for being that, um, for having that support group. And is your husband also a part of the support group? Does he help yes, you with he that?
2: yes. Praise yes.
1: God. Yes. Okay. Hi, Scott. Um, share with us just a little bit as to where, when did your support, support group start and where are you located? So okay. if any of our listeners want to, you know, be a part of that, then give us a okay. little information about that.
0: Okay. Well, we right now have suspended the group because of the pandemic, yeah. and we had only met a few times, like maybe four or five times, and then the pandemic came. But i make it a point to stay in contact. With the individuals that had joined the group at the time, so we're still connected in that way. Um, but you know, just for safety's purposes, you know, you don't want to commune together. Um, and everyone is at a different level and a different situation concerning their MS. Um, but we were meeting here in Smyrna, Georgia, um, at the American Legion, okay. and. Yes, and then the pandemic this, so we just put things on hold. So we didn't dismantle the group, but we just put it on hold for this particular time.
1: Praise God, praise God, and I'm sure our listeners, those that are listening, that even those that do, you invite also people that are just caregivers for people that are with MS to be to sit in on your on the on the support group. Are you willing? Do you do that as well?
0: Oh, absolutely, because. You know, that's my husband's side of the support group. Um, he would be able to be there as the voice of the caregiver. Because like I say, even in the book, I said I can't speak for the caregiver because I'm the caregiving. Yeah. So the caregivers have a totally different experience with MS. Um, and it's, a, it's an experience that needs to be voiced and needs to be heard because they are um, everything yes. to us yes. as the people who are dealing with MS. Um, yes. So, it's, yeah, it's incredibly important, and I—that's one of the things that I appreciated about the group—is that the person with the MS would come, but their caregivers would come as well.
1: Praise mm-hmm. God! Praise God! And I know Alexis can can also agree with that. So, share with us a little bit, Alexis, about your primary caregiver. Um, that helps you um to kind of get through and maneuver around your condition um and what what you have to do on a daily basis. share with us a little bit about that
2: oh man um <laughs> my, my mother, mother is my kid <laughs> yes she my That's mother God. she she's been incredible in how she has taken on this responsibility mm-hmm. you know God don't give you too much that you can't bear. I know I'm a little work to work with sometimes. Because I'm a little hard-headed and I be wanting to do a lot of things on my own like I used to. But <laughs> she helps a lot. Even the times that I fall, she be trying to help me up. I'm like, Mama, now, no, you can't help me up. Me you will not be on this floor <laughs> so but and she she's amazing like she makes sure that everything in the house is situated and sterilized and most definitely during this pandemic she has really really been safe by spraying down the house sanitizing the house y'all she almost put me out the house <laughs> so much sanitizing she's been doing <laughs> but <laughs> but it's She she's amazing. She's great. So that's um. Those are the responsibilities. It's it's a little hard when you when you can't really help how you want to. But as you know, I like to do things on my own and be that warrior. So
1: yeah. Well, praise God. Praise God for that. I just want to lift up the, the caregivers of. Anyone that has any t- type of disability because we don't know you know the what they have to carry, um, but they're carrying it because they they want to um, because they love you, um, so we want to continue to lift them up in prayer as well um, so I, I I'm so excited about you, ladies, because I'm just sitting here just thinking, you know you're strong warriors, if you believe it or not, you're strong warriors, you're strong ladies overcoming amazing women of God, and I'm so excited and, and very just, um really, you bless me tonight, um, just hearing your stories and your journeys, and really just, what it is, basically, is just basically just keeping everyone informed about it so that we won't have an ignorant attitude towards it, mm-hmm. um, right. so it's better to kind of have a, you know, informative, like, I want to know more about it, and I think through Alexis, I've learned more than I've ever mm-hmm. known Um, you know, just talking with her on occasions and I must say, um, God connects people together, um, for a time. And I'm so happy to say tonight that I was able to connect the two of you together and not knowing that I was connecting you together, but that was divine connection from God. Praise God. So that was a a divine connection. And I thank God for it. We don't know, you know, how God is going to do some things, but I thank God for what he has done for you ladies and what he's getting ready to do in your lives. So as we conclude our, um, our actual show tonight, I do want to ask each of you to share your testimonies. Um, not your testimonies, actually te- about your testimonies, from your testimonies, share some encouraging words with our listeners. So, Ms. Simmons, if you could share just a little encouraging and inspirational words for those that may be listening tonight that need to hear um, a little bit more and just be inspired.
0: Amen. Um, Well, um, just understand that nothing is impossible with God. And as long as God is on your side, there is nothing that he cannot do through you and with you And like uh, Ms. Coleman was saying, he will send you the help that you need because the Holy Spirit is our helper. And um, what we do not possess in ourselves, the Holy Spirit is able to do through us and with us and through the people that God will send to um, meet our needs and to be able to encourage us and do whatever it is that's needed for his will to be done. Him to be glorified. So I'm um, so thankful for the Holy Spirit and just for the, just the knowledge of God makes all the difference in anyone's situation, whether they have MS or not. We all need God and the Holy Spirit to direct our path.
1: Yes, yes, hallelujah to that, and amen and amen. What a great nugget of inspiration. And, and, and also for Alexis, if you could share just a few inspirational words to our listeners this evening as well.
2: Praise um, God. Hey, so most definitely keep God first and keep keep your head up no negativity. <laughs> Don't let any negativity come in your path or anything like that. Just know God got you. He's not gonna put too much on you. You can't bear. And hey, just just put God first. That's my. That's the number one thing. Just put God first. Yes, definitely. We must put God
1: first. And acknowledge, you know, we just got to trust him. We have to acknowledge him in all our ways, and he's going to direct and lead our path. So we just got to trust God. And as both of you have just been saying over and over again, put God first, put God first. I thank you ladies so very much for being a part of the show tonight. Thank you for your great testimonies. And I tell you, if anybody's been blessed, I have been blessed on tonight. And I pray that God will continue to bless both of you, continue to touch your bodies mightily from the crown of your heads to the very soles of your feet. I pray that you will continue to lead, that God will continue to lead and guide your steps and that you will continue to share the good news of Jesus Christ by encouraging and inspiring through your journey and through your testimony. And as I always say on this, on this show, don't just count your blessings, but be the blessing you want others to see. Until next time, everyone have a good night, and God
2: bless. Giving my best, I wonder if I'm good now. Should I stay? Should I go? I don't know. Giving my best, I don't feel like I'm good enough. Should I stay? Should
1: I go? I don't know where to begin, I messed up so much Do I even deserve your grace when I show distrust? But yet I still believe, you've shown me so much From being hopeless to achieving whatever I touch Another Jeremiah, trying to represent you But feeling qualified gotta pursue you, cause I can see you playing And I'm trying to reach you, while I'm trying to seek you And I'm trying to teach to you, yeah I'm giving my best all around, even through this music Which is not found, if it's not, I'll take it to another ground Even if they wanna clown, I do this for the crown Once again, forgive me for all my sins. Only you are perfect, yeah, from within. Should I stay and face the pain like you once did? Or should I go where there is no more suffering?